Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Uh, I got a book here that's a must read for you. This is called What Landlords Don't Want You to Know, an insider's guide for student living off campus. And Tom Arvinitis is with us, who is the author. First of all, thanks for coming in today. Great to see you. Thank you so much for having me. Let's, let's talk a little bit about, first of all, your motivation. Why did you write this? We, um, or I myself, throughout uh, the last few years, have seen a lot of substandard and, and honestly dangerous accommodations that have been offered by homeowners to students. As you say, uh, right in the first part of the book here, um, you know, we love our kids. We want to make sure that they're going to be fine. Uh, if you're going to a post-secondary institution out of town, uh, that's got to be job one. They still find a decent place to live. Now, most times, of course, uh, the, the tr- universities especially try to make accommodation on campus for that first year. But after that, the student wants to spread their wings and find some other accommodation. But a lot of the times, they don't really know what to look for, do they? No, no. Most of the times, they have no idea what to look for. They're just looking for a space that they can have their bed in there and have their desk and maybe a common area. And they're not looking out for the dangers of those accommodations. And that can vary from place to place. And we're not by any stretch of the imagination trying to say that all landlords are evil because they're not. No. But there are some sketchy individuals that, uh, as we've said, there's some of the housing conversions, you know, where they'll they'll take a little three-bedroom bungalow and turn it into nine apartments in some cases. And I'm not uh, exaggerating. I mean, you've seen that, haven't you? I have. No, most definitely. It's it's extremely dangerous. And the the number one one, uh, problem is uh, fire safety. That's number one. And uh, there's a the largest section in the book is based on that, um, uh, giving the students as much information as possible, what to look out for in terms of fire safety. That is paramount. With that, but Tom, they tell us that even as homeowners, don't they? Or even if you're renting in an apartment or a condo, whatever the case might be, they always say, just in case. You know, we don't want anything to ever happen to anybody, but just in case it does, first thing you should do is what's your fire exit plan? And, exactly. and in some of these places, it's non-existent because, I mean, you know, there's, there's so many people crammed into these, these buildings. There's, there are homes with basement rooms that do not have windows, which is unbelievable. Like, there are no windows. And the uh, older homes have the smaller windows in the basement. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're 10, 12, 14 inches, and you cannot escape from that room if you are trapped in there because of a fire. Now, but as they go looking, and whether the parents are there to try to help them, and as you mentioned, oftentimes they don't have time because it's out of town someplace, and yes. you know, parents usually have to work Monday to Friday. Anyway, uh, affordability has to be, I guess, one of the major considerations. Obviously, it is most definitely, and and that's that's the issue. I mean, there's there are good, as you said. I mean, there are great landlords. I know landlords that spent and have done above and beyond to protect the kids. But affordability, the closer you are to campus, the more expensive the rents can be. And I mean, they could be $650, $700 for a room. And that is just not within most uh, students' budgets. There's another element in one of the chapters here that I wanted you to touch on, because this is kind of important. And, and again, for parents that have got kids that have gone through this process, uh, the, the relationship between the landlord and, and the tenant uh, can be very, very touchy sometimes. Uh, because these are university students, a lot of the time they don't know what their rights are. They don't know what the the responsibilities of the landlord are. And if he says no, I'm not going to fix that, or no, you fix it yourself, that may not be the right answer. No, most most definitely, it, it's not the right answer. They they know the once again the bad landlords. They know that uh, 99.9% of the time the students they simply don't have the time. They they lack the knowledge. 
They don't have the time. They make the mistakes of holding back rent. And that is, uh, that is a huge problem because once the landlord takes them to the tribunal, they have absolutely nothing to say to the tribunal at that point. They're there for non-payment of rent. They need to deposit their rents at the tribunal and file the paperwork to get the landlord to do that. That's the other element, too, that I think a lot of people tend to overlook is, I mean, signing the lease. I mean, that, it's a legal document, and you, you better have somebody with some knowledge about what's going to be included in that. It is correct. Uh, most uh, most uh, inclusions in, in the residential leases for students, um, uh, they're illegal, basically. They, and and the, the problem there is that the students are unaware of what can be included in the lease and it doesn't necessarily negate the lease it doesn't cancel the lease because they the the landlord wants those inclusions in there but the reality is that the leases are drawn up uh, to uh, as one lease it's not five or six individual leases in the individual students names and that's how they circumvent the fact that they are operating illegal rooming houses and that's a huge problem the responsibility of each tenant, too, because obviously because of affordability, uh, a lot of university or post-secondary students, anyway, uh, will share accommodation. You know, you get two, three people sometimes in the, in the same apartment, for instance. Uh, but who's, you know, who's responsible? Okay, Tom, you're going to pay the rent. I'll give you the money for it, okay? But uh, the, everybody has a responsibility. There's a legal responsibility there. 100%. Once you've signed, once the students have all signed that lease, they're jointly responsible for the rent. So if you lose a student for whatever reason, they decide to drop out a medical problem, etc., you're all responsible to the landlord to pay that portion of the rent. Uh, it sounds as if you need to have a lawyer in tow, but I mean, somebody <laughs> with some exp- experience in, the, in these sorts of things. One of the things, as, as I was going through this today, though, Tom, is it seems to me as if maybe well, the first job they should do is when they decide, okay, I'm going to have to find a place to live off campus, uh, you get, put a shopping list together. What do you need? What do you want to see? Uh, you know, is there going to be parking spaces? What about utilities, things of this nature? What are my responsibilities? If something breaks, do I fix it or does the landlord fix it? I mean, those are questions that need to be answered. Yeah, most definitely. There's a lot of work involved in being a tenant. There truly is. And you, it's paramount that you know your rights. And it's paramount that you bring a checklist with you, that you go through everything, and that you ask. There, uh, most students are shy. And they won't even speak to the existing students about the conditions. And that's a great thing to do is actually talk to the students while you're going from home to home looking that are currently residing there. And, of course, don't try to avoid doing it in front of the landlord or the property manager and uh, have that open that dialogue with the with the students and they'll tell you what problems they've run into and it's just something to watch out for well sure because there's some things that that maybe the you cannot see i mean you could look around at a place and say this looks pretty good you know it's got a window and get the uh what about infestation i mean you don't you wouldn't know that because unless they're actually running around crawling under your feet you don't know what what's behind the walls or but somebody who's lived there said hey don't even think about this oh that's it you're 100 percent right bill it's their bed bugs bed bugs are, yeah. are the, the uh, a really big problem and if you look at a lot of leases if you bring bed bugs in you're paying to exterminate them as a student and that could go thousands of dollars uh, you spent a lot of time talking about infestation and, and pests and things of this nature, safety and security, uh, subletting, another element that may happen, as you mentioned, if one partner drops out, uh, can you sublet, you know, and, and again, these are all things that you have to have hashed out before you decide, okay, let's sign here. 100%. I mean, the, the guide was written to be very, very 
concise. It's short. It's, I didn't want to, to, the students or their parents to have another textbook to go through. And it just... Don't even start with the cost right. of textbooks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so it's, it, I think it's, it's a great reference manual when you're getting ready to go out there. And even if you're already involved, you've already signed. We've had students write to us saying, oh, I've signed with X property management. I've heard they're a big problem. Uh, the story with Liv Weller and her housemates. Yeah. Um, and that's still ongoing. The fight's still there. So it, it's, it's important that, you know, as equally important as it is to prepare for school, to educate yourself, to prepare for your career, you need to prepare for the next three, four years of renting. Every post-secondary institution should have a copy of this, or dozens of copies of this available in their library. It's for every first-year student. It should be part of the orientation package. Uh, it's not yet. Hopefully, it will be one of these days. But where they, where can they get the book? Uh, uh, it's available on Amazon. All right. Perfect for them. And, and as you say, if you've got somebody who's heading off to post-secondary, it's called What Landlords Don't Want You to Know, an insider's guide for students living <coughs> excuse me, off campus. Uh, great book, very timely, and uh, very, very uh, informed, too. Tom, thanks so much for coming in today. Thank you so much for having me. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.